She was like, I wish you would. I had to hurry up and like do the DJ spin on what I was saying. You know, got the Marie girls. Oh, it's okay, so we can say it. She ain't got no mic, she good. Wait, it's a junior? Self-made? Oh, wow. Anyway, <laughs> CC Marie of Coffee Tea or Tequila is here today and later on today we'll have Angelica from Curvy Chick Yoga joining us. Of course we'll have Keith and Miss Mo Betta hanging out on the airwaves in a little bit but right now we're just gonna go ahead and listen to some jams get y'all ready to tee up and have some fun and when we get back we're gonna talk about Lil Wayne and all of his happy events that are going on all over the country right now. But let's go ahead and turn up with Marie the DJ right here on Nitty Soccer. Marie the DJ. Yo, hand me that. Hand me that right there. Yeah, that. I get flavors on my thigh, different flavors on my thigh. I get flavors on my thigh, different flavors on my thigh. I get flavors on my thigh, different flavors on my thigh. I told the flavor hit me up, but she did not call in time. Now she gotta hold the thoughts, another flavor on my thigh. I got flavors on my thigh, hella flavors on my thigh. Yeah, 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 brown skin. I feel a cheese, she feeling me, I know she's down then A whole three-piece, yeah, I might eat it like some brown chicken A whole Harold's bucket super-sized Shawty, you should roll with me in life, I want to gentrify Levitating on the levels, can't identify with Rolling with my side, chick, no need to emphasize And I guess I'll tell you that her body is so tantalizing And the kiss is like, get her spirit in her mind Chocolate and vanillas and some cinnamons just my luck, shorty say she bring her friend again I'm off the night shift, and I had to bring the Henny with They going for a jig, you can swear my name was Benjamins I get it then, ladies in my dough I got the flavors jumping double dutch Way too many flavors, I may have to come my name Diamonds, and proceed to stuff A mixture of medicinal and chocolate I can't get enough 
Valentine. Now she got a whole good thoughts, another flavor on my line. I got flavors on my line. Hella flavors on my line. Every day a different flavor, and flavors I would take mine. So she not the chocolate, she cannot get the FaceTime. From the Hershey Kisses, which and Mrs. Sauce is dripping through these streets. She gon' come, I take her home, a flavor dripping through my shit. Flavorful, shawty blended with that dark chocolate eagle. Bad and bougie, nah, all my flavor wall, and they regal. That's black as hell, and that bad as hell. I eat it raw as so I ain't got no lies to tell. Make it tell.
words. If you don't, here's the lyrics for you typical listeners. No mythical literature, original minister. Never been a preacher, but it sounds right. I've been aware of what I say and how it sounds like. Never negative, no harm and no offense. And I've been put on the spot and never noticed it. Nothing but confidence flowing through my whole system. Building up a mind of his own by using wisdom. It's all love, ain't it? And when the others say it, they be quick to learn the lyrics, then they imitate it. Hey. The creators never claim the creations they created. And we are not the ones to reinstate it. And when it feels like I'm chucking up another loss, I'll take it in as a win and block the others off. Like, 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 ain't nobody perfect. Everything that we do is all for a certain purpose. Ain't nobody perfect. Another verse if you like the first Or you can let the beat play a little And be the rapper's worst But what is there to come along? A long way if you telling me that you done it wrong And life can be so difficult Cause you don't know where to start Like do you wanna buy a house and go release out a car? Or should you look for a job that's paying more than you thought? Or you can live up your dreams and go and follow your heart It feels a little better when you wanna be greater You're never out of time and gotta save you for later And why you gotta rush things? Cause it ain't a such thing as time moving slow It's always been somebody saving Do me a favor, forget the Cut off deadlines and new dates They only give us one to see if we would lose faith But we are not perfect Although we all worth it We all put on this planet for a certain purpose Ain't nobody perfect Be a-
<laughs> you are listening to Nitty's Knocker Radio every Tuesday, 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. We have fun. We laugh with each other. We love each other. And we love you. Yeah. We love all you unicorns out there. Yeah. <laughs> Once again, we have Cece Marie of Coffee, Tea, Tequila here. And I had her come at 6 o'clock today versus 7 p.m. Just because this is another blogger. She's someone who is in the media world and does her thing. So her opinions about all of this matter. About anything we talk about, it's like good to have another source of how she sees things as she sips her coffee, tea, or tequila. <laughs> but at seven, around 7.15, we'll get more into what coffee, tea, and tequila is all about. Because I definitely want the world to know why you decided to go the route you did with such a cool name with all of my favorite drinks. So, <laughs> Lil Wayne, y'all. Tour bus shooting. Keith, what's going on with that? All right, so if y'all don't know Lil Wayne, uh, his tour bus... Was shot up a couple years back. Allegedly, Baby and uh, or Birdman and Young Thug were had something to do with it. I don't want to think so. I don't think so. It's Birdman. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> somebody went to jail. I don't know the fellow's name. He went to jail, and um, case was apparently closed. But last week or over the weekend, it was last week. Audio came out of uh, Birdman talking to the guy who already got convicted uh, for doing the shooting. And Birdman is telling him, I appreciate you doing that. It's all good. You know, it ain't nothing personal. Yo, slime. Just trying to, you know, (laughs) he just wanted to send a message to him. And then he told him, yeah, you can come through and pick up your money for, you know, doing what you needed to do. And it's uh, just very uh, suspicious. That is very suspicious. You know, everybody is just up to no good these days. We don't want to think Birdman mm-hmm. did that. No, well, we, I we mean, definitely, Birdman definitely did that. They say he did it. <laughs> he did that. It's incredible. Birdman has a very um, interesting path, like very interesting uh, uh, biography. <laughs> you know, people don't oh, really yeah. know. Oh yeah. Where'd you get that from? Where's mine? See what happened, Dusty. What? I'm gonna tell y'all something real quick before we talk about Lil Wayne. Okay. This man brings in his own drink and forgot about the rest of us. It's all good, though. I just had to throw I it just out. Thought I just thought I Damn, can I live did that? I was trying to be considerate because it's Budweiser, and I am barely want to drink it. So, like, I wouldn't. Budweiser is really good when it's really should be coffee, tea, or tequila. That's all I'm saying. I am not going to get jumped on and, 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 and surrounded by y'all. All so, right? what's, the tea, what's, what's the tea on this whole situation? Now, who is Birdman? What is his biography you know like first who of all is he? i'm gonna need you to put some respect on that man's name but it's you just accused facts. him of doing the dirtiest <laughs> thing like shooting up a no, no he definitely put that i mean this is the thing though very man and young thug got money you know what i'm saying so if they they did order that hit and Birdman and thug had something to do with it like y'all have money to pay people to take that fall for you so like i don't even know why this is a conversation somebody gonna take that fall yeah but when you got audio of you like <laughs> Setting up a transaction. Who found the audio? The what? That's a good no question. one knows. It just came out. The I, I think I want to say this might be completely wrong. I want to say it happened in Texas, and so I want to say the Texas authorities like, somehow came upon somebody from the inside. But not like Birdman was definitely on that with Wayne. Wayne won that that lawsuit, and that lawsuit involved millions of dollars. And the rights yeah. to all his music. A, yeah, so like that's definitely worth killing somebody over. People have killed people for less, you know. So somebody about to make you lose. 
millions of dollars, and I think Wayne off he he had a cash money now too, right? Yeah, completely. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like you, Lil Wayne was his biggest cash cow, and he has ownership. If I can't have you, slime, nobody can have you. <laughs> Say that. Put some respect on my name. <laughs> well, I don't know if I was. I don't know if I was. I don't think Lil Wayne is honestly shocked by anything he finds out at this point, which is why I feel like it was such an important situation for him to get out of the deal with. You know, it's probably deeper than what they tell us because, you know, they were saying all this like really like homosexual type stuff about them, and you know, I mean, I I'm not a, I kind of believe it. I feel like we live in a world where people are so afraid to just be who they are and express things that like or situations that they might have had. You know, right. so when it starts getting highlighted to the world, it's a big it's a problem. But I think that relationship was like a father son relationship. Girl, I'm not gonna lie. Uh-uh. I don't. I don't think that that was like they don't, was really the kissing. grown man. Don't I don't think that. Yes, they, they, grown men don't kiss on the lips. But so. a grown man whose father he kissed when he was younger, they Nuh-uh, probably uh-uh. do. That's, you know that's what I'm stops that. That stops. But we and that's not look, his blood father, a, right? A, <laughs> but he no was a father there. figure to Wayne. <laughs> All right, Dad. So I'll y'all see trying you later. to say yeah. y'all think Wayne is with it? Y'all trying to? I mean, I'm not. That's I'm all I'm saying is it probably is a deeper story than what. I we mean, know. I did see him getting real close to Young Thug, and we all know how Young Thug get down. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, all the unicorns and rainbows are there for them. You know, uh, go crazy. But I don't think that Wayne should trust Birdman. For yeah, that's the, that's what I'm saying. The trust too. should be gone. He forgave him, but I think he should definitely not trust Birdman from here. I mean, he ain't up to no more. He's his own man. He free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's the Carter Five finally dropped. The owner you know? of Young Money now, so yeah. it could he be got a thing that. too. Like you said, the album just dropped, so it could be a thing where Birdman's trying to get attention off of Wayne because Wayne's album is out right now. From a journalistic standpoint, it's mm-hmm. timely right now, yeah. so... Why would Birdman be pulling this now? I mean, like, why I, didn't he pull this before? I know it ain't nothing he did. It's so evidence that's been coming out. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Dude, I don't, but he could have put the evidence out too. Just why? To be, why would you want a tape of your voice <laughs> convicting yourself, <laughs> incriminating good, yourself? Think, like, you're not gonna get locked up. The same way all the celebrities <laughs> get put in the tabloids, like they call them and tell them where they're at. Yeah, that could be he say she say though. The difference between tabloids and real jail time. It's real jail time. Like, you're only going to okay, be in the tabloids for two days. Okay, let's relate this to power. Because, <laughs> because that girl who got her eyes covered by ghosts when he was killing his um, her, 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 her man. Her man. Mm-hmm. Are we talking about the new season? No, this is... This from the old season. This was from wait. I don't know. It happened. This, this was from old. the beginning of yeah. this last season. They tried to act like that was going to be a hunch to something. But I no. Oh, it was that no. Went. That was a part of the season before, but they brought it back yeah. in the new season. But the girl remembered his voice. Right? She's like, no, I know that's him. I know that's him. This is a recording of his voice. Like. See, it could easily be like, no, that's just somebody that sounds like him. No, no, no. it's only one bird, man. What's popping, slime? Like, man, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 a dub. It's, so, it's do dumb. they still have a relationship with each other though? At all? Like, is there any type of like um, cordial relationship between Birdman and Wayne right now? They probably like stepson and stepdad. I think they just uh, like perform and stuff. Like no, I don't think they perform together either. I never seen them. I don't know. I saw them on stage together when they were making the. I'm saying recently, but that's before. That's before it came out that Birdman really tried to have his man killed. Since then, I ain't seen nothing. So you don't think that they have a healthy? Oh no! Well, you tried to have me killed. You think we finna be 
Kissy kissy buddy buddy I, mean, I don't think that Wayne too. Will come out and say it But I just think that He probably gonna be like Yeah I know what that was Right there Yeah I mean, I mean he been He probably been knew What that was But Wayne's mm-hmm. such a real He's so 100 He ain't finna say nothing He just finna be like You know what he gonna do What he That's gotta do The too. F is yeah. for finished Right <laughs> <laughs> How did y'all like the album? <laughs> I, I like that mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked I it for okay what it was too. I mean for I'm what not. it was If it dropped seven years ago That would have been the hottest album on the streets right now Big facts you know, if this was the no ceilings or something like that Wayne, then yeah But this was okay it was Yeah it was it, definitely it, okay for what it was together. Like, No, I, no, no I feel like it, it wasn't enough effort <laughs> Yeah It wasn't really no hard songs Marie if you don't start talking on the mic <laughs> I'm talking to y'all. <laughs> you know, I want the world to know. That album was done there. seven years ago. You feel, yeah. I feel like if, if like, except a few, except most of the songs, songs. Were yeah, most of the songs. Like the song with Travis, that that song sounds old. Travis voice, Travis got voice sound he different. Got like, sound now. Yeah, he got a whole different sound now. So you can tell those songs are his, old. Uh, his balls dropped. He <laughs> made his he voice deeper. He probably was in his feelings. <laughs> a lot. He's going what? through some stuff. I like Mona Lisa. Like why? Because he recorded though, okay, Carter Five was recorded like five or six years ago. It was done. It was finished. Yeah, and yeah. So Birdman wouldn't let it let him drop it. That's why he yeah. took Birdman. To mm-hmm. Do you think yeah. Mona Lisa's old too? No, I uh, love Mona Lisa. Such a great story. I don't think it's don't new, know, but I don't, I don't think it's necessarily like. Super when did Kendrick old. get hot? 2012, he said, 2013. Give me your phone. Uh, <laughs> I think when Kendrick got hot, Wayne had him come in the studio. When that, when that, Kendrick had a year. That year when he came out with uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Good Kid, Mad City. But even before that, he had some buzz. But I think that's Section around that time. That was 2012, 2013. Yeah. No, not me. That's, um, me neither. <laughs> that's section 80 I think I'm not a Wayne fan like that That's Kendrick That's Wayne. section 80 section, Oh section 80 With like uh, ADHD and stuff on it mm-hmm. Yeah Well I just like The Mona Lisa I think that honestly, Give me your phone That song and the song With his daughter Those were like, like Famous that's kinda cool. What Yeah that was Oh right. Oh my gosh It really threw me back I was just like This is definitely Swiss Beats Hearing his voice On the track Yeah that again. was classic is that- was that the one with Ashanti? No, or it's no. when he said like, it's no, the challenge. Showtime. <laughs> that was the winner. Don't they got a challenge? Uh, too. I like that. Which I don't know which one that is. I kind of stopped at fourteen. Song number fourteen. I haven't listened to the other the rest of them. Double I like take, took my time. Um, like God took his time when he made me. Took or that whatever. Song is I like that one. Mona Lisa, though, if y'all listen to that, if you get over his squeaky voice telling the story the way that Wayne raps, because he's telling a story, but he's What's doing he, it in his rapping voice way. Is, no, that's that's Kendrick. No, I'm saying Wayne's voice in general is like, <laughs> you know, so like if you could get past that for a five minute song. It's a great song when you listen to the concept of it. Him going from talking about like being with a girl who is going to help him stand somebody up to talking about the girl and her position and everything and talking about the dude who's the guy getting robbed and Kendrick is the guy who's getting robbed. A quick fun fact. You ever watched uh, Kareem Stephens' interview about Wayne? Superhead? Yeah, go watch that and go listen to Mona Lisa. That's her? Yeah, so like, like, I don't don't know if the song is about her, but it's speculation, like uh, like hypotheses about um, like her. So like, It's about Superhead? So in the, it's an interview when she's talking about, she's like, yeah, you know, 
If I'm in bed with my husband, Wayne called me at 5 in the morning, I'm going to get up and I'm going. I did see that. And, you know, and he knows it's Wayne because this is ringtone and everything. So he, he's like, <laughs> I ask dudes, can you handle me, you know, being with Wayne? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, we together, but if Wayne called, I got to go. And I'm going to be gone for the week at a time. That's nice. And so she, like, oh she God, say dudes can ha- she say dudes say they can handle it. But hey, after, after so many times of hearing this man ringtone, you getting upset. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you he know, misses her. You know where you're going, but that's not the point. The point oh. is, in <laughs> the song Mona Lisa. interview? This, this interview was like maybe six, five, 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 almost maybe four or five years ago. Oh, so, so maybe like, that song little, is old too then. Yeah, that's so yeah, Mona, Mona Lisa is about, I feel like it's about uh, Shorty. Maybe he misses her. Because Kendrick, like, he, I think you know, he, he wants that back. Dropper. He wants that back. He wants some, some more. Uh, hello? Hello? He did have a house phone. Um, if you were Wayne, though, like, wh- what would your perspective be? Cece, what would, what would your perspective on would be if you, like, man, he really the one who stood me up? I would just feel like he he's probably used to being in the industry and used to having stuff done to him. Like, he's under microscope 24-7. So I feel like he, if he was smart, he would just strategically use it to continue to put out music and to continue to put himself on the map. Because he's been gone for so long, everyone was waiting for this mm-hmm. album. So they want more from him. So he should just monopolize off Who of win? it. Yeah, and just what? keep putting himself see, out there and just see what but y'all see, y'all be talking about y'all real Wayne fans. Y'all didn't hear that dedication six, y'all didn't hear that dedication six reloaded. Cause he went dumb. He went stupid. Y'all need to go listen to that. Cause, cause I if honestly if Carter's uh five wasn't held so long, that that could have been dropped. Dedication six could have been Carter Five. Honestly, that's how raw it was. Like, but you, you know, know what? Also, is really well, cool. You know what else is really cool, guys? That one song. That one song, "Phone Home." <laughs> I know. I know all the words to "Phone Home" word for word. I just wanted to put that out there. I am somewhat, somewhat of a Wayne fan because I can sing "Phone Home" top to bottom, ad libs, everything. Phone home. I heard. Get on my spaceship and hover. <laughs> yes. I heard. <laughs> uh huh. That's that's, 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 that's that the, drought three win right ooh, there. Yeah. He started that. I mean, mm. people forgot Mike Jones made that song. This guy's the limit. They forgot that was a Mike Jones song originally. <laughs> but since we're talking about hovering and cool things like that, we're gonna hover into some more music with Marie the DJ right here on uh, Nitty Snack. Hey, we deserve better like transitions. Love. Oh no, I'm a rapper, sure. 
my number one boy He relevant, oh You're the only one who holding down the street It's real, only one who nurtured me when I'm feeling ill And he never talking shit, my shorty down to kill When he said this, I don't know what we got going I can't be flying down that mountain. Bad in my whip, I'm 
Cheek, right cheek. Ooh, you gon' do the dash so you crash, messing up my sheets. Ooh, got me fantasizing about your work. Girl, you got me mesmerized when you move your work. Girl, you got me hypnotized. I just wanna grab that. Yeah, slow it down, slow it down, some more. Double and spread it on the floor. And I swear that we did this before in another life, girl. I'm for sure. Or more coming to 2004, I'm for sure. She just wants to be all that I Chicago! Yeah. 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 Yeah.
business. They say I'm tripping cause I'm sipping Guinness. Be with it cause they know we winning. No more her body, I just want the neck. I put five thousand dollars on the bed. We got some send them. You don't got money, man. They call them that. I fuck and I'm falling back. I fuck and they call them back. The one that she ain't got my number. Hit the water, dripping like a drummer. Hit the strip club and try to make it thunder. Rock Gucci, fuck some winner in the summer. I drip like I'm gone. Roller with guns, move. Turn my Instagram live on. Bye, y'all. Oh, you hear all that feedback? (laughs) (laughs) We are hanging out at the radio station, guys. Q4 Radio, to be exact. One of the coolest underground radio stations, community-based, in the city. This is Nitty's Knocker Radio, every Tuesday, 6.15 to 8.15 p.m. And we love mental health supports we love helping people feel better and we try to do it in the coolest way possible you know because like who wants a boring old person telling them how to have good mental health but we love y'all too because you know y'all mean well but y'all have a little fun with it um but right now we're gonna go ahead and talk about kavanaugh again again (laughs) this mofo is now in office i like this guy do you? I'm about to knock Brett <laughs> into next week. Hey, you know what? I just want to say this about Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh has opened the eyes of many, many. Are you going to put me on live for this yeah, one? Yeah, we put you on live. Oh, yeah. I already got you on my live. Right. So they We already got the receipts that you just uh, said you like him. Okay. So what, <laughs> what, what Brett Kavanaugh has done, he has opened the eyes of many people to that are not minorities to show that the ju- judicial system is flawed against minorities and people that are less than a white man you know so why do you why do you so no 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 because i've been on twitter and i've been noticing like a lot of people are very upset about him getting the supreme court and this is not my uh i don't have a grudge against white women but like 54 percent of y'all voted for trump y'all put the republicans in office you know and it this story has has made me feel like White women, they chose race over gender, and now it's backfiring. You know what I'm saying? Y'all thought y'all was equal to white men. So y'all felt like, oh, yeah, let's get this guy, get him out of here. And you realize the justice system is flawed just like it is for me, like it is for him, like it is for her, like it is for her, like it is for her. Now this country's a sham. Now now, now we now we all upset. Mm-hmm. Yes, Black people have been saying this though. system is flawed for years. Yeah. So because you guys couldn't get what you wanted, because you guys thought you were up here, but white 
Old white men have shown you that you guys are marginalized just like minorities. Yeah, I mean that's cool that they showing that, but the but no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying that's a good thing. But, but I'm you saying, said you like him. No, I, yeah, I was being sarcastic. I don't like him at all. But I'm just I saying, like this, this story, this story, this this case has brought out yeah a lot, and I feel like women and, and black people are the mo- the biggest marginalized group of people in this country in the world. And I think somebody came out and said that. What was the lady she played in? Um, it's Halloween time. Halloween. A Halloween movie. I don't know the lady's famous lady's name. Jamie Lee Curtis. She played on Hocus Pocus. She what came out and she made a comment and said that, um, what did she say? That she White, believed him, right? Or? No, she said that um, women are the the in words of. Um, I don't know exactly what she said. Well, I get, I get. She basically said that women are being treated like n words, and you know we don't have any rights to anything. We don't, you know what I mean? I see what she's saying. It's like sucky that she said it, but I the way that she said it was very sucky. That's that's facts, though. You know, like. You know, black people. What you were saying, I mean, Brandon, kind of No, I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Exactly bring, I'm not trying to say said. it's a good like, thing. She felt like now we're black people. Like the white women are feeling like what black people have been going through this whole whole time. Uh, white women have been pushing that narrative for a little bit though. Like, yeah, with I mean, the whole feminism, uh, yeah. feminist movement. Exactly. I mean, yeah, so I'm, 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 I agree. I agree. Oh, I agree. Yeah. And that's that's my whole thing going. It's like I'm not saying what he did. Like Brett Kavanaugh is a, is a piece of trash. Period. Um. I don't give a care how long the time frame has been between you and a rape like this and an assault. Like, it's no, it's no excuse. You feel me? But it has brought all of us into the real world. Like, it's not, this is not a, a, a gender thing or a race thing. This is a gender thing. Like, this is, this is more than just black people complaining about the system being flawed. Now y'all see the system is flawed. Y'all came out evidence, testimony. True. Very true. And you still couldn't get a, a, a good verdict. We live that life every day. Exactly. We've been living that life every day. I just, I, and I, I'm, maybe this will bring unity. I, 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 I want to see women more united. And I feel like this might be the straw that breaks the camel's back. You know, um, I feel. I think that ahead. the camel's back was. I think it broke it a long time ago. It's just at a point now where there's nothing anybody can do because it's such a powerful Republican presence mm-hmm. in the Senate. Not saying that Democrats or Republicans, like, you know, to each of them, you know, they have their flaws, they have their good things. So I'm not necessarily a polit- like a party person, but the fact that a conservative party is in power right now, which they are doing because they... I think that they're all in power because they see the way the world is going and it's not going into a conservative way. We are very progressive. We're very liberal. Everybody understands where other people are coming from now and they don't want their asshole. Like I saw a video, I posted it in my Instagram story about um, the old people who do vote, right? And it was like, <laughs> yeah, don't we go vote. vote. We vote and we mm-hmm. like the way it is. Who cares? if? Mm-hmm. But that's the truth. And that video was so powerful because it's literally saying, yo, like, we literally run stuff. And until we die out and y'all <laughs> start doing what y'all need to do to make sure that we don't win no more, we're going to keep winning. See, we're, we're the generation of dreamers and talkers. We like to talk about stuff. We like to tweet about stuff. We like to lock, like and retweet stuff. But mm-hmm. we aren't out here. Like, I don't understand how Bernie Sanders didn't win for like two or three years ago in the preliminaries. How didn't he win? Like, it, it it still baffles me today on how Trump is still the president. And we talked about we talked so much on Twitter, like Bernie was trending, and we really didn't do anything except talk about it. 
You know, and that commercial was powerful to me because I always I got this thing where I was like, "You got me on live," but like I want like all the all like no offense to old like old people, but like y'all are y'all are from a very non-progressive time, you know, and we are moving forward and we we're trying to progress. But if y'all are the only ones voting on how you think life should be, for us is and it's affecting us negatively because we aren't the ones making um, what's the word I'm looking for making an impact. Cause we're not voting. I don't. I still don't understand like how how Trump won. We didn't vote. That's how he won. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that was a lot of discussion of people just feeling like, you know, states that are you know red, states that are blue, you know, states that are already basically you know there's already a decided decision. And I think that the youth kind of got that misunderstood to say, well, if it's already been decided, then why should I go out and vote? If this is already a Republican state, then. Why should I go out because and vote just, when it's going to be taken over? Yeah, Not to you say know, that the that's media good, really you know, messes you know, everything up. But that's what the I think the interpretation is. Okay, so is what, that it doesn't we don't count. What what most people don't understand that's the presidential election. The preliminaries are the ones that really matter. That's the person that you're going to decide who, who who gets to be on the presidential ballot. These are the most important ones that people don't go vote in. And like mm-hmm. yes, of course like my personal opinion the presidential election is the Electoral College, that's a bunch of BS to me. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, I've read system. it. I've tried to read yeah. up on it and study it and understand it. I understand it, but it's still a bunch of BS to me. There's <laughs> yeah. no way around it. You know, so, but it's like, if you want to make a difference, you want to make a change, you got to start voting at the preliminaries. You got to start deciding who we're going to put on that Democratic ticket. We're going to put on a Republican ticket. Even so, on the local yeah. level, too. Even on the local level, yeah. Yeah. Level Do you think Bernie Sanders would have beat Trump? Honestly, like, I okay, like so I don't want to. I don't want to tell people who to who to vote for and who not to vote for. I feel like none of these parties are for any of us the right way because this country is a business, not a, an emotional playground for people to just get along and be happy because that's not how a country is run. Mm. But I want our people to really look close and hard at who we voting for, Democrat or Republican. Now. Man, I'm not going to talk about that. But, you know, we need to really <laughs> go into, <laughs> we really need to, like, <laughs> we really need to go into, like, and really investigate who the who has our best interests, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and do your own research besides just, like, a lot of people listen to what their parents say or mm-hmm. what other people say, but don't do their own No research. offense. You can't listen to people that was born in the 40s and 50s. I'm sorry. Like, our lives are different. Like, <laughs> no offense them. to them. Like, they, the they, have, they have life skills that they can still teach us something, but, like, they are from a different generation. Oh, yeah, seriously, different even their views on religion are just crazy. It's like, bro, you did everything under the sun, yet you still saying that that God is everything. Like you, you, y- everything is skewed to them yeah. because they yeah. had so limited knowledge of everything that they were into. You know, they literally were like, "This is the way everybody in my neighborhood is doing it. This is the way we're going to do it." You right. know, it didn't really go beyond that. News took forever to come out. You yeah. know, like so everything nowadays. It's just um, heightened, and the fact that Kavanaugh, and then to make a point on that, like, don't get me wrong, I am not for Bill Cosby and the, the nasties that he did by <laughs> drugging people who probably knew they was getting drugged, but yeah. that was the 60s and 70s. We ain't going to talk about we that. Right. We ain't even My point with that is that. the fact that a lady that accused him 30 years ago got him locked up. For the 10-piece. For the 10-piece. But this man... A lady that accused him from 30 years ago, he's still the Supreme Court justice. Mm. 
Because they're saying, oh, that's 30 years ago. She could have forgotten. It could have been somebody. Somebody said it could have been somebody else that oh did God. it to her. Mm. You know, so it's. Mm, Brett really- Kavanaugh made a homemade calendar, G. He went and bought a calendar from like decades ago and wrote the days of the day so he didn't rape people or assault people. But it's like. I don't even see how that was even a prevalence. <laughs> right. right. How was that even allowed to go? <laughs> he brought a calendar. Brought he said, this is evidence. my summer calendar. Yeah, right. You I, if it wasn't on this calendar, then I couldn't have been there. And they even showed. Evidence. He lied a lot, and this is a Supreme Court justice. You lied under oath. That should be like a red. You, that should literally be like, oh, disqualified. Exactly. I seen some on the internet that was saying, because you know he was. We were waiting for the vote for him to get into the seat, mm-hmm. and somebody was saying like, if anybody else who weren't like had this much power like surrounded him, and they were like in a job interview as he was pretty much, right? And it's like, oh yeah, I sexually assaulted somebody, and. I drink a lot and black out sometimes and all this. Like, if you said that in your job interview, they would can you immediately. Instantly. Like, no call but, back. But as, it, a, as a black man, It's though. a guy, right? It's a black man right now fighting a case. He was accused of rape. And I feel like when, he, when one is accused of rape, it should be investigated on both ends. Yeah. You know, because we got two people, you know, that's involved. But in this day and age that we live in, no one wants to hear, hear the man's side. It's always if you if you say that or suggest that, oh, so you're victim shaming now, you know? And it's like, no, I want to hear both sides, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But there's a guy um, right now. I just read the article. Um, he's being accused of rape um, by these two women. So the evidence shows like the, the girl said she was drunk and really messed up when she left his apartment. They have video evidence. They have text messages that shows that everything was consensual. The video showing her leaving the apartment. She was walking perfectly normal. Um, she texts him saying she left something at his house, sent him a smiley face with an emoji, with a kissy face, all of that. This man is still going on trial and could be facing 40 years. Yeah. This man had more evidence than Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Concrete evidence and is still facing 40 to 50 years in prison. You can't tell me that this, this, this system isn't flawed. I mean, it's meant to be. It's literally it's to meant benefit to be. They said the same the thing about powers. Bill Cosby. They said that the um, lady that he, you know, got caught on uh, the rape charges for on this rip, they said that she text, had text messages also, that she would text him constantly. Mm. Even after, you know, the time of the, you know, sexual assault, she would text him. Okay, sexual. Okay, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a tread. I mean, I know just from going to Whitney Young. Okay, it was a lot of people who did like crazy stuff. We hung out with kids who went to the um, the University of Chicago prep school. Hey, shout out lab, <laughs> shout out lab. We got with a lot of kids who had a lot of freedom and a lot of privilege. Right? You don't necess- necessarily know how to. As a young person, our lobes do not develop until we're twenty five. They don't. They're not fully developed. There's a lot that goes wrong in life. And we literally deal with it the way we think is best because this is how we feel safe to process it. Like, oh, well, maybe if I keep a relationship with him, he won't do that to me mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he did this because he really likes me. And maybe, you know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's so many different ways to interpret things at a young age when you're doing drugs and things that you shouldn't yeah. do. I would never blame <clears throat> anyone under the age of 25 for real. Even with Cardi B and the mistakes that she made. Exactly. On a mental level, she's not there yet. It's You don't know how to handle tough situations. So, I'll never say that, oh, somebody's lying. Even if it's the man or the woman in the case, I don't care. If you've said that something happened to you and you have evidence to prove that that happened to you, I will never discredit you because that's your experience with it. That's what happened to you. Mm-hmm. 
and by law, when you read the, the 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 description of what rape is or what any of that is, if this stuff fits, like, oh, dang, I got raped. You don't know that until you really know what's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? So, I can definitely feel that. But it's been a mom. long history <laughs> and I, of, of white women that have accused black men. And, and not, know, it's not, it's uh, not even a, a race a race with women thing. It's a, it's a gender thing. It's like... I, I, I got to tread softly with this because I am a man, you know, and I don't want to offend anyone at the table because we are a bunch of women and people are watching me. But um, nobody <laughs> thinking about you, Brandon. No, I just I don't want to say the wrong thing. You like, I mean, I have Tyler Perry. I have a prominent career ahead of me. I don't want to say nothing that's gonna come back and bite me. I did not have sexual affairs. Well, it's even with the Tyler Perry thing and like people coming out. It wasn't who was it? It wasn't Tyler Perry. It was um. Who was it that was the male that came out and said that he had... Terry Crews. Yes, Terry Crews. Yeah. 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 Well, even with him, like, his story wasn't... I don't feel like it was taken as serious mm-hmm. as, like, a woman. It wasn't. Story. It was like he said it and then it kind of got tossed out. Yeah. And, I mean, that... You have to think about it from a man and from a famous person coming out and sharing your story and then people just, like... Not looking at it the same but way. But we are light years away from, like, y'all, I mean, we all want equality, but we are light years away from equality. Mm-hmm. Like, if I was to be sexually assaulted, but say, you put something in my drink, and yeah. I wake up in your apartment, like, you, you, we had sex? And you're like, yeah. Technically, you rape me. Mm-hmm. If I call the police and make a police report, I guarantee you those men down there will laugh at me. Yeah. You feel me? Oh, she raped you, bro. And look at you. Mm-hmm. you, you she raped you, bro. Really? Really, dude? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's not equal. That's not equality. But if it was you reversed... It would be a completely you different say story. exactly. Yeah. You're gonna be like, cuffs, get them, book them, boys. Yeah. It's that mm-hmm. it's just that quick, you know. So we are light years away mm-hmm. from equality, and I don't. And I think sometimes, like coming up, it's been. I had to think back in my own life: have I ever like raped unknowingly or like sexually assaulted unknowingly? You know, because mm-hmm. we. You're not gonna admit to that on air, bro. Oh uh, no, 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 no! no I'm, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being honest. I, I mean, ain't nobody came up to me, but I'm being honest. You know, like we all have gotten, we all have gotten drunk. We all have ended up in yeah. people's beds and woken up like you know. No, um, no, 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 no! I'm not saying that, but like, let me get offline. Come on, G. Y'all finna play brand new. Tread lightly on y'all finna Let's break. go ahead and lighten the, finna, the mood. Let's finna, lighten the mood a little bit. Y'all finna act like y'all ain't had no wild night before. Like wow, 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 stop. So any of y'all could have said y'all got raped at any point. But we're gonna we're gonna just remove ourselves from um, this case. The fact of the matter this. is that a bad man is Why in is she office. Watching? Boy, say something else out of out of whack on here. Uh, Ring the bell. You owe me thirty dollars. Uh, <laughs> get, get away from there. Get away from there. But we're gonna go ahead and so let's do a couple of songs. Not we're not gonna do a whole ten minute because we definitely talk too much. Uh, about this situation, so we but we're going to go ahead and listen to a couple of songs and get you guys prepared for our artist talk because Angelica is also here, and now you get to hear what coffee, tea, or tequila is about, as well as curvy chick yoga. So go ahead, Marie, take us out. Yeah. Gang, 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 gang,
smoke. Feds in my zone, jump out the window. Know your name, get no money, silly. Silly. I just see the strain funny dope. Hey, 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 hey. Funny dope. Dope.
live. We are lit. If you are watching any of the live video feeds, you're acting a fool. And I'm tired. I can't breathe. <sighs> I'm breathless. Breathless. But both of our lovely guests are here. CC Marie of Coffee, Tea, or Tequila. And Angelica of Curvy Chick Yoga. It's all about body, mind, soul, and tequila today <laughs> on the show. So we're actually going to go ahead and jump into 60-second uh, freestyles. Uh, CC didn't even know about this. Uh, where you get uh, about 60 seconds to just say whatever you like. You can sing. You can just talk. You can spoken word. You can do poetry, whatever. To explain who you are to She's the like, world. Oh, oh, so, done. Marie, He's go ahead. Hair. Drop the beat. Okay, check it, check it. Somebody gotta go. No one can kick us off. Nope. I got it. Hey, and a one, two, three, go. My name is CC. During the freestyling, let me tell you why. Most people when they can't rap or can't feel like they can't freestyle, they panic and they they oh, mess up. But you found <laughs> another creative way to. She just did spoken words. So like, like, like the, the she beat. Said, yeah, she like, said resuscitate. Yeah, she was in the big that. words. <laughs> the big words, y'all. Vicky Street said you snapping. Oh, thank you, thank you. We got the we got the writers in here, man. We got the hey y'all. Thanks for listening <laughs> to the freestyle because they just. That was fun. Can I be people more often? Get y'all started. I definitely, you know, it helps me practice my uh, 
I'm coming back. My later. skills. <laughs> I'm gonna try it again later. <laughs> you know, now you're ranking on freestyles. Like, like yeah. I have to get this right. <laughs> that was great. Okay, so Miss New York, we got coffee, tea, or tequila. What part of New York are you from? Upstate New York, Ulster Park area. So the best way to explain it is you fly into Albany, New York. And my parents live like 30 minutes from there. So you're from the good part. Yeah, I'm yeah, from the yeah. decent part. Upstate, by the mountains. I got you. So you don't have like that strong like, Mountain accent. high, valley yeah. low. Say something New York. <laughs> I'm mad. No, say, uh, no, nah, son. Shout out to my son. Okay, yeah, see, bars. It's a bar. Whenever they say anything, it's a bar because they be so. It should be so strong. Sun strong. Or everything's mad crazy. B. Ooh, I like B. (laughs) What up, B? (laughs) What up, B? (laughs) Bruh? Bruh? No, we say bruh here. We say bruh. 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 Yeah, they don't say bruh. (laughs) (laughs) So, why is coffee tea? And you're very, you definitely had a lot of journalistic views today like you get definitely gave us the other side of the the tea so what where did this brand come from for you um well from the journalism side i got my master's in journalism from DePaul in 2014 uh and i've always been a writer so i used to have notebooks and write stories and blogs before they were blogs just like essays and i was always writing all the time um so my background is in journalism obviously and then i kind of just always stopped and like pause my writing and was just working full time and not really focusing on my craft and it's an art so when you write you got to continuously practice it and try it out and you know keep doing it to get better or else it's just not going to do anything so I kind of shelved it for a while and I wasn't really writing or doing anything with my writing uh, and then my uncle passed away and I wrote his obituary and that kind of got me back into a creative space of writing um, and he was a person that always told me like I could be the next Oprah I could do like all these things I always thought he was you know, out there, crazy, didn't really believe what he was saying. Um, and I feel like he kind of believed in me a little bit more before I believed in myself. And then I started to believe in myself. Um, I had a partner that I was working with at the time that believed in me as well, too. And we just met one day at a coffee shop and we we're just talking. And um, we came up with the idea of coffee, tea, or tequila and just to start blogging. Uh, so I first started it out with video blogging and doing video blogs because obviously I read and I'm a writer by heart, but um, not everyone always reads. And video is like more popular. People actually watch it and pay attention to it. So I did some video blogging and then I did some written blogs and had some guest bloggers. I've done some panels and some events and it kind of just spiraled from there and I started building out my platform from there. But the idea behind it really is to have intimate conversations that satisfy the soul. So, um, Like I'm a, tequila does? Yeah. Nice. Definitely. Nice. Hot toddy. <laughs> I haven't tried that yet, but I'm, 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 I'm going to do it. You got to do it. Because tequila is... Huh? Hot toddy Hot with toddy tequila. With tequila. Yeah, I gotta try that. I, I'm, a, I'm a big tequila fan. So okay, good. Yeah, like it's my fault that he's a tequila fan. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> tequila, oh, die. <laughs> and a curvy chick yoga. Yes. I'm all over this, first of all, because <laughs> the curves. I'm all about curves. It's a beautiful thing to have them. Where did your journey start with curvy chick yoga? Um, Well, I will say, like, about six years ago, I started practicing. I was in a really dark place. So Curvy Chick Yoga, like, the foundation of it is basically to get curvy women on their mats moving um, because it's very intimidating to walk into a yoga studio even today anywhere in this country, and no one looks curvy. No one's even, like, an ounce of curviness. Um, And even though the human anatomy is the human anatomy, no matter the size, however, the human anatomy flows and twists and 
curves in different ways. And so I wanted to bring that to the forefront of yoga. And I wanted to say that there is a group of people that are not being um, noticed and their bodies are not being adjusted in classes correctly. And so then that causes a lot of injury. Hmm. Um, And so, but prior to that, when I started yoga, it was because I was in a really bad place in my life. I was in a dark depression. Um, I was having anxiety and panic attacks every day. I was um, on the verge of suicide. And I remember literally praying and just asking God, like, it's going to be something, like, give me something. And I walked by a yoga studio, and I'm so grateful that six years ago, walking by that yoga studio, peeping in that window, and then deciding to take a class, and I just continued to go back. Um, Because one thing I found on my yoga mat that I hadn't been finding in my day-to-day was, like, moments of just, like, peace and stillness. Even if it was just, like, five minutes or seven minutes, I was able to find, like, mental stillness, and that's something I hadn't been um, able to find in my day-to-day. So Curvy Chick Yoga is born. Um, My husband really poured into me and told me like you can do it and um two years ago when we were sitting down and we were talking about names and we was going back and forth I just really thought it was a future goal like Mm -hmm. maybe like far out in the future like 2020 you know something (laughs) that year (laughs) that comes but never really comes yeah never really comes exactly (laughs) but it was um you know, it was right right now in my face, and people were asking me for it, and I was building a following online, and so I just kind of jumped in, um, praying that it was successful. And I'm so grateful that I did because so many people have reached out to me um, just from, like, even being curvy yogis or, like, yogis who are dealing with mental illness. Mm-hmm. I mean, really don't have, like, the resources or even a space to talk about it because it's still such a taboo, especially in our culture today. Um, you know, everyone knows it's kind of going on, but it's a silent elephant in the room. Yeah, it's better. Um, it's easier to be tough nowadays. The Internet makes us really, really uh, tough. And, like, the exterior is just, like, hard to steal. So that is really amazing that um, it did come from such a tough place. You know, the best things usually come from the the struggles, you know, which is why, you know, brown people so cold because, like, (laughs) we done been through it. So, you know, then you meet so many brown creatives who are changing the dynamic of what it means to be brown, what it means to have a body, what it means to have a voice. Mm -hmm. You know, um, these are things that we have been limited in for Mm -hmm. Pretty much all of our history in America has been a very big limitation on anybody who was just not the Caucasian man, you know, to do or say how you feel. So it's really um, amazing to hear that. And what you said blood and bones. Mm-hmm. What's up, sis? <laughs> <laughs> so I am a librarian by trade. Um, and there is a great book out right now um, called Children of Blood and Bones. And it's about... Um, West African magical tribes called Maji. Magical? Yes. I'm, I'm magic. truly a magic I gotta, person. I gotta check that out. Like, <laughs> I, check I gotta that check that out. So it's like, is it is it fiction or is it? They uh, classify it as fiction, but literally when you dive into the history that she's pouring into the novel, it could be nonfiction because like the maps that she has in the book, and maybe this is the librarian in me, but like when you get the book, look at the like inner maps. They're accurate because my husband's Nigerian, so mm-hmm. I took the book to him. It was nice. like, is this so right? is it is it like African like lore, like folklore? Or, no, or it's it? like all, it's all about like these tribes who had like Maji leaders who have these um, 
controls over elements in the world. So it was like the God of Wind, awesome. the God of Water, Game of Thrones, Lord of the Rings. They type. kind of they compare it to like a Harry Potter, but I think it's, I, it's way past. Harry. I want to say because that's, that's, I love Harry. all of that. Like I'm a very I'm, I'm into <laughs> fantasy, so yeah, like me too. Yeah, so if they got like a black version of that, yeah, I'm yeah. so yeah, I'm like legit. Like, I watch like, all of that Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, like as soon Lord of the Rings. Said magical so, black um, people. I yeah. said, oh, a Roman. So let's go to Africa. <laughs> so is it, these are places you can go to. Yeah, like she talks about Nigeria. She ca- she talks about um, the capital of Lagos. She talks about like Benji, which is right outside of uh, Lagos, and she speaks about the different islands. And it's basically about like and a- these are the people who West. This is West Africa. Yeah, we're West talking. Africa. These are the people who were brought to the Americas. Yeah. That's and they really talk about a king who comes and takes over their land and kills all their leaders. Mm. So the the undertone is so real. I love that because <laughs> like right. I, I always <laughs> ask like um I always ask people sure. who um who was the what was the religion in Africa before Africans came here? You know? Mm-hmm. Um so I feel like that like it may not tell me give me the answers, but I feel like that would be very entertaining to check mm-hmm. out and very so I, I like all that fantasy stuff. So I'm gonna check it out. So if you guys are interested in starting a book club, we're yeah. gonna read uh Children <laughs> of Blood, Blood and Bones. Bones. Uh, you know, whoever is interested in that for real, I would love to start a book club I'm and read that. and do that. You know, what do you think about that, CC? I'm down for that. October is like National Book Club Month. Really? Oh, so look we're at in that! The perfect yes. month for it. Yeah. Okay, you know they got digital downloads. Y'all. I you can get hard copies. We can go to the library. I'm not gonna read it. it. I want a hard copy. I yeah. don't want digital. How I'm many copies are at your library? None, because oh. you can't keep it on the shelf. Like, oh, okay. And now actually, we gotta hit Amazon Prime. Copy. Yeah, you do, because I had to buy my own copy. It's on Amazon though. <laughs> Amazon sure. two days. Amazon. Look, give it to me in two days. Amazon Prime is. No, I can't. I can't read books on my phone because I'm too distracted. Like I feel like if I like try to read a book on my phone, you end up, up on Twitter, Twitter or like see, Instagram. Look, Brandon like, and Twitter yeah. are like inseparable. <laughs> I wish but, my followers like go up, but whatever. What's the difference, CC, between <laughs> um, working on your blog series, mm-hmm. whether it's visual or written, here mm-hmm. versus in New York? I never worked on it in New York, so I only worked on it here. So I will be celebrating my one year in November. Oh, okay, so it's, it's um, super yeah, fresh. Yeah, so it's super fresh. So I never worked on it um, out there, um, but I do want to expand. Like, I've started in Chicago, and I've gotten a good footprint in Chicago, and I've featured a lot of dope creatives in Chicago, but I am getting that itch to start expanding myself outside of Chicago. And New York would obviously be a good place because I know a lot of people out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I probably will look to expand it in New York. Like, I just went there um, recently in September, and I was, like, already getting story ideas and meeting people. So that do I'd you think that New York has a, a um, stronger storyline as far as, you know, just the size and the, the style, the way they do things out there? Is it uh, – where do you think you can get the better – the best content? Not better, but, you know – um, I think it just depends. I mean, wh- I don't. I wouldn't say it's stronger. I think it's just like you said, it's different. It's mm-hmm. a different culture out there, um, and I feel like I'm immersed in the Chicago culture. Obviously, since I live here, um, I only go back a couple times a year, so I want to immerse myself in that culture and understand it and build a network there like I have in Chicago um, but I'm obviously like I work off a of passion so I'm more passionate about Chicago because I live here and I know a lot of dope people here that need a platform so I'm more passionate about Chicago right now um, but I work off a of passion so if I find it could be anywhere it could be New York it could be Mexico Chicago Atlanta wherever I find a good story everywhere um, we'll wherever take it they everywhere. find me 
then uh, hopefully we'll see if it takes me anywhere else. Okay, and do you feel the same, Angelica, about uh, the Kirby Chick Yoga? Like, how, how broad is your base at this point? Um, currently, like, we're just in Chicago, like, in the Illinois area, but my goal is to be international. And so um, when I think about, like, in the future, like, some of my five-year goals is to really, like, get into science schools. One second. Marie. <laughs> You had a, a long weekend. She just got back from Atlanta, so we're going to excuse her actions. <laughs> but okay. I didn't want to just like start laughing. <laughs> I tried to put her out silently. <laughs> but no, no, go ahead. No, I mean it's um, my goal is to really be international. So I want to be able to have like a home base back in Nigeria because I do have family there. I would love to have a home base in um, India, Dubai, Europe. Um, but Chicago, we're just trying to expand right now. Um, I can see myself a little bit of anywhere just traveling. Yeah. So. How do you feel about unicorn? Okay, this is a real question. I'm going to start with Angelica because you started talking about magic. And <laughs> me and magic have a real strong connection as far as just being a fantasy thing that's like in real life, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about unicorns? You know what? I would be a, mer- a mermaid, though. Okay, like, give real. me. Okay. Spill like, the tea. If I could be a mermaid, I would like every day okay, <laughs> like so every we, day all day we cousins so it's cool you know water air you yes. know we cousins yes what about you cc what's your take on on unicorns and, and mystical creatures um i'm intrigued by them i wouldn't say that that's like my first love you know mm-hmm. more coffee to your tequila but mm-hmm. i mean if i could meet a mermaid and talk with her and take a shot of tequila or drink some green tea <laughs> it might be intrigued a little bit better for me um, but i'm intrigued by it i'm not like that's not, not my go-to like uh-huh. everyone's on this unicorn kick right now and yeah because i like i'm always that person that like does my own thing I feel. so like just because everyone's like like in the unicorns you can buy like unicorn everything well now. i will say that i'm very <laughs> happy about that because i've always loved unicorns <laughs> and that's you know the the channeling of that energy from just a, a deeper perspective yeah because you know on the surface level it's cute everybody's like wow unicorns you know and it's literally everywhere now mm-hmm. but on deeper levels of reasons why people identify you know, I would say like spirit animals right yeah. mermaid mm-hmm. is a spirit animal for you maybe for me it's a unicorn it's, a, it's just a deeper mm-hmm. understanding of it uh, and fun fact to everybody listening myself and Cece uh, will be starting a, a Thirsty Thursday where we talk and about good news, you know, where we sit together and we sip it and we talk about it and we do do the damn thing. <laughs> we gossip about the good, you know. So if any people are listening and you're interested in submitting good news, you can send it to Cece Marie of Coffee, Tea, or Tequila. You can send it to me at Nitty's Knocker. And um, this whole Kirby Chick Yoga thing has me ready to, like, learn a move right now. Like, what's, what's the best <laughs> oh. Kirby move? That like is comfortable because that's the thing with yoga too. It is not always comfortable when you got a bigger booty and your thighs might rub <laughs> a little bit and you know your 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 belly might flip over with you. You know, so like, what's the most comfortable yoga move that you can express as a curvy woman? Um, honestly, it would just depend on what what is tight you know I think like for me my hips are always tight or my low back is always tight Mm -hmm. and so um 
I love just a, fo- a forward fold because you can do it sitting down in a chair. You can do it standing up. Even if you're at work or somewhere, you can do a forward fold. Heck, I bust a forward fold on like the CTA bus stop once. Like, yeah. like this is what my body needs, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter what you think about me. <laughs> um, uh, so it really just depends. A forward fold. My favorite posture is a half pigeon, a sleeping pigeon, because it releases your hips. Um, you have to get on the floor to do it. But mm-hmm. I tried it in her class on Sunday, and I struggled. Was, uh, <laughs> I struggled so hard with the picture. You know how pressed I was that I, had to, that I couldn't come to that. I, everything in me was like, "Why am I not at the yoga class?" <laughs> like, why I like I the one where you bend back with your arms. Which one? Oh, that? that's the, the um, back bend. Yeah, I like the back bend. Yeah, that is a. You know when it cracks, that's when you know it's a good mm-hmm. back bend. When you feel every single yeah, muscle. Yeah, because you can just feel it. Like I'm always tight in my back, and when we did that, it felt so good. Yeah, so I'm very glad that, you know, we're able to sit and talk about these amazing things. But I want to go ahead and jump into the Unicorn Gospel before. um, Oh, I got a minute to tell y'all about the Unicorn Gospel (laughs) because we talk so much. Oh, my gosh. So this week's Unicorn Gospel is um, since we're talking about your body, spirit, mind, just being in a good place. You know, I had a good therapy session today and it put me she even said she's like you the place you picked today girl you must be in a serene place right now and I said girl I guess so because I didn't even realize what I was doing when I said let's meet here you know so this week's Unicorn Gospel is from First Thessalonians uh, chapter 5 verse 23 and it says may your whole spirit soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of Christ right when the universe, whoever you believe in, you know, when, when the universe speaks to you, you have to be willing to accept it in any capacity, whether it's by you losing some weight, whether it's by you thinking about, you know, having your mind freed of all of the troubles and just realizing what's good in your life, you know, whether it's you talking about unicorns, all that, whatever it takes for you to get back to a place of complete, like, isolation from negativity, you have to have that to be able to really center yourself and realize that your mind is the most important thing that matters. At the end of the day, the way you work mentally is the way your body works physically. And if you're not in the right mental place, guess what we do? We eat while we watch the TV. I know I do. Or we don't eat. <laughs> I eat when I watch. When I'm sad and I, I'm going through, I'm like, mm, I'm about to go to. And I, it's, it's like crazy. I'll go to the Chinese food restaurant. Don't buy me nothing. No, because, you know, I mean, I'll be at the crib. I live a block <laughs> away from, from China Walk. So I go get me some China Walk, at least three or four different items. Then I'm like, oh, you know what? I want my favorite ice cream, too. I want Ben and Jerry's. Young, she ain't finna share that. I'm definitely not sharing my ex with Young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I get the Ben and Jerry's. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I want a bag of chips, too. So then I buy this stuff, and it's sitting in front of me, and I'm eating at it. And by the time I'm done eating it, I'm just like, what did I do? You didn't you know share that I didn't share the egg full young. <laughs> I left myself in a, in a negative place, you know? And I think that we need to really learn how to be blameless, and and not blame ourselves for going through anything that we go through and realize that it is a part of the everyday struggle. It is the part of life. Life is not a written book for anybody. No matter how much your mama, your daddy, whatever, no matter how much they think they are prepping you for it, they still cannot prep you enough. They can't even prep themselves. They're still going through it as they grow, you know. So we have to learn to stop blaming ourselves for the things that our, our mind does, for the things that our, our bodies might do or grow or shrink. You know, we have mm-hmm. to really be able to identify with the fact that this is just a part of our process. Mm-hmm. So that's this week's Unicorn Gospel. Um, and if it, in a second, 
uh, after Brandon talks to us about living your best life, <laughs> living my best life. We're going to talk about how to keep a good mind. I do got some events this time, though. Uh, you know what? I got your event. That's a very far place away. <laughs> but you know, people got to start getting their money together, you preparing, right. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, you know, go ahead. <laughs> let me go crazy real quick, you know. Uh, dang, you made me lose my place. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so, um, hold on, y'all got me doing some things at one time. So we are having a showcase called I'm Next, uh, November 17th. Sounds will be provided by Marie the DJ, our very own house DJ, you know, if she's still going to be around. <laughs> right, she's going to leave us hanging. Right, she's been getting, man, you've been getting working. Booked everywhere. Been everywhere. <laughs> but, um, also, uh, we got Ron Lewis, the creator of uh, Farah and designer. He's having a pop-up shop. I haven't been able to get anything online because it's always sold out. So if y'all want to grab some, some threads, y'all probably should do that. He's going to be at uh, the push-up room, I guess, which is... 12 to 6 p.m. So slide through. What day is that? Uh, October 13th. 1418 West Division. So if you want some designer, some fairer, slide through there. Also, I'm going to be at work. Can you get that? Give me some. So I can get money. Okay, thanks. Okay. And then uh, Tuesday, <laughs> Tribe just hit me. They having a Taco Tuesday, a baseline tonight. So y'all looking for an after move or something mm. to do tonight? Taco Tuesday, baseline. Taco uh, Tuesday with tequila? I doubt they're going to have tequila. Cece, what you trying to say? <laughs> Taco Tuesdays, they baseline with Tribe and them, so slide through. Um, also, just for a little small like word of encouragement, uh, self-doubt is probably like the biggest thing that will probably taunt you and haunt you and keep you from doing what you need to do. Um, I recently, I was telling you, I got into the Harold Ramis Film School, and like I was so nervous about not like not that not happening, and like I got the call, and it was just like, the whole time I've been laying in the bed, like, depressed. Like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And it just happened. So, like. With the scholarship. With the scholarship. Oh, yeah. With they, they, the whole year's paid for. Um, it was a 20, 20-something, 20, $20,000 program for, like, a year. So, it's all paid for. So, um, feeling really happy about that. But, yeah, self-doubt. Like, if you if you doing something and you continually doing it and you are seeing great results from it, that means you're good at it. You know? Like, I know sometimes, like. We may not see the views, or we may not see like the likes or the the attention that you want to get. But like, if you're still doing it, and no one's complained or no one told you to stop, and you're getting good results, then keep doing it because you're good at it. So yeah, yeah. So shouts out to everybody in this room who is doing their entrepreneurial thing. You know, it, it takes so much out of you to do that, and it's a struggle that most people cannot understand. You know. So don't ever doubt yourself, for real. You know, don't ever think that you don't have it and that this is not working. Because literally, if nobody's telling you that it's not or telling you you should try something else, then obviously it's affecting at least one person. And that one person going to tell another person. And they'll tell somebody else, you know. So take your time when building your situations. Marie, you know, you didn't took off in the Bro, past year. she didn't year. take off, G. She gonna like as far it. as this DJ world goes, you know, like. She's so humble for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and just a little more info on the Omnex before we jump into the uh, open dialogue about our health, mental health. Um, the Omnex Showcase is a showcase de- showcase dedicated to highlighting artists that we've never heard of, that we've never seen, that we've never listened to. And we have 10 people competing uh, for a grand prize package um, with a recording session from Envion Studios. Um, they receive a video shoot, a photo shoot, um, a style session, a radio interview with Nitty's Knocker, as well as a couple of other media platforms as a grand prize. And then 
every competitor gets a gift bag as well full of discounts goodies things like that to show that even though you didn't win this event today we still got some goodies is for you so that you can closed? get started yeah registration for this one is closed actually we had an overwhelming number of people who applied so we will have to do another one you know um it, it, hopefully we can do it on a monthly basis if not it'll be bi-monthly um, so that and package we is have, extensive. The video recording yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, and it's just because you know I know a lot of people in the industry who are doing great things, and if they can do a little charity and give away something to a new artist who's really passionate about what they do, why not give them that platform? But we'll also have vending. So if there are any vendors interested in uh, setting up a booth in our vending room, we have a three room experience going on. So it's a hookah lounge with the drinks and bites from Nando's. Shouts out to my girl. Quita, I swear, without Quita, what would I do? Wait, you got Nando? Mm-hmm. Wait, Nando's? Nando's Chicken will be Perry sponsoring Perry. the food. Um, we're still working on our alcohol sponsor e. for the moment. Um, we're going to have henna. The second room is vending, and the third room is the performance room. So it's literally an experience from 1 to 7 p.m. at the on the south side at the Taboo Think Tank Lounge. It's a hookah and cigar lounge. That's down okay? the street from the crib. So we, we definitely have a good time with that, and... Keith, just Keith, will be one of our uh, people competing in the competition. So I'm very excited to see him, like, just shut it down. So, you know, <laughs> all the information is on nittiesknocker.com. You can click. Right, it's a little flyer right on yeah, the main really page of the website. Lit. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be lit. Lit, lit. So. Litty. <laughs> uh, I definitely want to segue this. You got something to say, Marie? After the show, you got, some, after you got party. some smoke you want to give? I got a topic. You know what I'm saying? I kind of want to get into it because I don't know how to go about it. But that's after the show. I got yeah. you. I got you. <laughs> okay, so let's jump into this um, this mental health <clears throat> conversation. Today is um, Mental Health Awareness Day. I saw, you know, the internet tells us everything. So I'm very grateful that today is the day that that's happening. And I'm very grateful for your story, um, Angelica, because, you know, you would never really know a person's background of why they started doing something that's very powerful and important to you so when it comes to mental health um what was the hardest part of identifying your struggle um I think like I'm grateful to have like a family that at an early age I was able to go to therapy and it wasn't a problem and so I've been in therapy I, I'm trust me when you said therapist I was like yes I need my therapist <laughs> I called her today for five minutes I'm like I know today ain't our day but I need to tell you something <laughs> you know um but it's just I was blessed to have a family who was like therapy is okay so I think that when I was in that deep depression like I knew like okay this is a scary space um when I couldn't get out of bed and, you know, I was just like struggling to get through the day. Like I was very much so aware uh, that like that wasn't healthy. I think for most people, the hardest step would be to actually like admit that there is a problem. Um, and then to then seek help for that problem because the society that we live in just kind of says that, you know, yes, you should take care, like deal with it on your own almost. And then I think it puts barriers in place for certain people to not feel comfortable to, like, speak their truth. Mm. Um, Because, like, suicide isn't something our kids do. Yes, they do. 
you know, Mm -hmm. or like, you know, binge eating or self-harming by cutting as in something our kids do. Like, and like being as a family or being as a community able to take down those barriers and make a safe space for people to come forward and say like, I'm harming myself, even if it's through liquor or drugs or cutting Mm -hmm. or food, you know, um, And I think having that open dialogue because rates are going up. And so what's scary about this to me is that seven, eight and nine year old children are having more panic attacks. That actually is the Mm -hmm. highest rate of Americans that have anxiety. So the rate keeps creeping up and the age keeps going down. And so as a society, we have to sit back and ask ourselves, like, why is that? And then are we like being open about it enough? Um, and then what can we put in place to, like, make sure resources are available for everyone? I like the fact that you said our our people aren't the ones doing that stuff. Because, like, I, I suffer from really, like, deep depression sometimes where it's like I can't get out the bed. I can't. And it's it's been that way since I was a, since I was a kid, you know. And, like, my, my people are very, very religious. So they'd be like, oh, you got to pray or go to church and talk to God. And it's like that's not what I want to teach my son, you know. I feel like. The times where, like, I needed to go to therapy, you were sending me to go talk to a man I couldn't see or go pray or, you know, I'm not saying, like, meditation. Prayer is meditation to me when it's mm-hmm. channeled the right way, you know. But a lot of times in our community, mental health is is brushing under the rug because it's a lot of variable factors that go into, like, why depression is brushing under the rug. Sometimes our parents can't help us because they're going through stuff themselves, you know. And a lot of the time, like, me coming up, it was like, I was, like, angry at my aunt because she didn't do but I felt she could have done for my mental health, but it was like she was mentally out of it. You know, it's generational with us, you know, so like because we are the most informed generation, we got to be the ones to make sure our kids get, you know, well, hopefully they're not in an environment where they need so much um, therapy, but if they do, we are open to it, you know. Okay, you got to take them to therapy. Therapy for so many generations have been looked at as like, oh, you must be crazy. Yeah, you know? and that's you, the, that's, yeah. I think that's one of the biggest issues like you said like with the our people situation Mm -hmm. uh, not being able to necessarily identify with struggle or identify with um, feelings because they're you know if you get bullied what do black parents usually go do oh let's go up to the school (laughs) let's go handle that you know but that don't really change anything it just instills fear into the person who might have did something to you which might cause them to go through something why are they bullying you you know it's like not really identifying why the um the the source why of the cop is interrogating the the uh what's it called what is he called the bad guy right, right. why is the cop interrogating like who's the bad guy who's the good guy why are they handling things in the way that they're handling them you have to look at both sides of it you know every bully might not be just a bad kid it might be somebody struggling with something they've never been able to talk to anybody about so the only way they know how to push it out is with aggression and what do they do? They attack the weakest, weakest quote unquote mm-hmm. link mm-hmm. in the room, and you don't know what that kid might be going through at home to be why they're so feeble and why mm-hmm. they, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, mental health in the black community or in minority communities, yeah, honestly, communities. Um, like even with the 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 fact that we lost so many health clinics here, they're on the streets. Uptown is is running crazy with them. Logan Square running crazy with them. Humble Park, you know, you just see them everywhere now because now one of our mental, one of the largest ones that was in Logan Square is now a nightclub called East Room. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it's no offense to the person who bought the building that they stopped taking care of because, you know, they like maybe they don't know how to be mental health advocates, but they <laughs> wanted to open the space because it was available. But why was that space available? Why mm-hmm. was this place shut down in the first place? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, and as I don't know, it's just even with men and women, like men, it's hard for men to identify. Yeah, like sometimes, like when you a man, you um, you've always been brought up to put how you feel your emotions to the back burner because you have to be since you have to be the, the tough guy you have to be um this man that society has put this um put you in this parameter or put you in this box you know so you know it's for a long time be like people stop being soft stop, what like you know and it's like I'm not trying to be soft and I, me personally always being told to like hide your emotions it kind of like confused me about who I am I'm a very like in touch person like I, I I'm an empath I basically feel what everybody else is feeling you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. so it's like I can explain that when I was a kid you know yeah. all I was told was go pray or go you know and mm-hmm. it's as you get older you know you're in relationships with older people with adults now and you still express yourself like you're a child because you've never been taught to express yourself emotionally or to say how you really feel because it's, it's a sign of vulnerability or a sign of being weak and as a black man, like, you need that. You need somebody to be able to talk to you because so many times, like, we just bottle everything in, you know. And I've even, I've even seen, like, this last year, like, you know, the trendy thing is, like, mental health. I see girls, like, I wish guys were more sensitive, woo, woo, woo. When this guy has been sensitive to you, I, why do I see his text messages to you on Twitter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why do I see his text messages to you That's the tough world on Instagram? In. The you know, tough world we like in. that y'all say one thing on social media because it's the popular thing to say, but like mm-hmm. that check on your strong friend thing, y'all say that because it's trendy, but no, really check on your strong friend. Like mm-hmm. most of the time, like I am the strong friend. People call me crying and woo woo, but like. I don't ever feel majority of the time I can call those people and I can talk to them about my problems because I am the strong friend. Mm-hmm. So like people got to actually put actions behind their words, mm-hmm. you know, because it's okay to say it's okay to support like support something, retweet something. Like we all do that, you know, because it's it's a, it's a form of showing um, showing support and that you are a unit. But at the same time, like it's more than just retweeting it and showing your peers that you are aware of what's going on. It's about actually. Calling your friend, listen to what they're going through. A lot of times, we don't even mm-hmm. call people and listen to them. We mm-hmm. trying to get them advice, we, we judging them. We already having, before you know, before they even story. when they oh, you see that name pop up. I already know she want. I already know he want. Sometimes people just want you to listen, mm-hmm. not talk, just listen. You know, and that's a good way of yeah. um, if you ladies agree of just um, hot like there like therapy like self. Even though this is the world of DIY. You know, <laughs> everything you can you can self heal. <laughs> do this, you know, and it's like, let me try Google it. it. <laughs> let me try it, and then you try it, and you're like, but I'm still I'm not feeling better. You know, um, that's one way of doing it is is to just be more open to listening, and then also what um, the people in this room do, which is why this is such a good topic to have. Mm-hmm. You know, for all of us in the room these are our creative creative outlets yes mm-hmm. but these are our creative outlets because they release the the negativity from us we use this to get rid of whatever pain and sorrow and issues you're going through you know um cc i'm sure with your blogging mm. it's some days where you start writing it might not be about what you're going through mm. but because you, you're starting to write it's literally 
alleviating all of the stress without having mm-hmm. to take an Advil, you know? Yeah. I think the biggest thing that I've always learned and what I've always used my writing for as an outlet is to write through my pain. Mm-hmm. So I have, like, tons of notebooks at my house, but it's all stuff that I've been through that no one's ever read. It's just me personally, like, using it as an outlet for me to just put it on paper, be present, and, like, get my feelings out and be able to, like, write write it out and process it and understand how to feel it and go through the motions of feeling it because you have to feel it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then figure out what to do next and sometimes just putting it on paper and just putting it out there and just leaving it there like even when you you know you're going through something you write the pros and cons of something it's the same way for me like I write out my feelings and I write what I'm going through and I sit there and process it just so I can have it there and visually look at it too and understand it because sometimes you're feeling it but you don't know what you're feeling and then when I start writing it then I understand it a little bit better but even with some of my blogs like on a day to day I write some of the things to relate it either to a topic that's going on in the news or something that's going on right now or even something that I've been through and what I dealt with so like I just featured Curvy Chick Yoga um, on Wednesday prior to her event and when I went to her event like I deal with anxiety too a lot but writing doesn't always help with it as much because now that I'm blogging and I'm doing this full time it's kind of like my job now so it gives me anxiety almost sometimes when I have to write or I have to blog oh my god I gotta get on top of the world (laughs) yeah and I don't know how to turn my mind off so when I went to her event on Sunday she talked a lot about just being present and that's the biggest thing is sometimes you just have to be present and just turn that off and just let all of that release and just let all of that go and so I've been learning now a little bit that writing can't just always be that outlet because Mm -hmm. now I'm choosing to do this full time and I'm doing it consistently that now I need another outlet kind of like what you were talking about like your parents growing up they say just pray like Mm -hmm. everyone for everyone it's different so you have to find that creative outlet or just that outlet for you that's going to give you that balance to just be present for a second and step away from everything and just have your moment okay so Angelica what are a few um other than yoga Mm -hmm. what are a few things that you go to for therapy for you know just self-healing yeah. uh not the not the google version but you know <laughs> the angelica version <laughs> and then cc yours right after Definitely. for i would say a couple of things would be i journal i'm a big journaler i write poetry obviously um, good poetry girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was something i had been suppressing for a long time because i was like i'm not a poet you know and i just decided that i was just going to put it out on instagram and put it on my feed because that was what i was feeling um, so I'm a big journaler. I like to just take moments to just like go out in nature. I have a couple of dogs, just like take a walk and just enjoy. Um, I think the world teaches me a lot. Like mm-hmm. when I see the birds just enjoying the day, I'm like, you know what? These birds, I'm going to get on and have a good day with them, you know, <laughs> like get on that same path. Um, And then just, like, relaxing and, like, having moments of quiet time. So if that's, like, reading a book or if that's even just watching a good TV show or just, like, having moments for me to just put my phone down and just Mm -hmm. enjoy. Okay. What about you, Cece? Um, I like to read. I'm always reading. So I like to read and, like, get immersed. I really like reading other people's stories. So I just get in thought, put on some candles, take a hot bath. I like to read. I like to cook a lot, too, and, like, try different recipes. So I'm always on Pinterest trying to different recipes. And then I'm, like, the queen of brunch. I love brunch. Like, brunch Okay, so Sundays, Sundays it is. <laughs> <laughs> brunch, mimosas, and then warm up to the tequila a little bit later. But I like brunch. Like, I, 
I love to go to brunch and meet up with different friends. And I'm ne- I never go to brunch with the same people. I'm always going to brunch with different people. And I like to try different brunch specials and pick their brains. I, and I feel like it's necessary to say, like, not only me, like, the, the day to be down, but, like, there is no, like cure for depression and i feel like mm-hmm. sometimes people feel like they're supposed to be like a cure um mm-hmm. for uh like depression and it's all about basically just happiness isn't a continuous feeling it's a mm-hmm. feeling like if you ever like been happy but you you were doing something that made you happy but when you realize like it made you happy it was days later like you were sitting up and you were like i was happy when i was at brunch or i was happy mm-hmm. when i was mm-hmm. walking up or i was happy when, when i was doing this Happiness isn't continuous. It's, it's a feeling you experience maybe days later. It's like, okay, that's what made me happy. You know, so you, you're going to have days when you are depressed. You're going to have days when you can't get out the bed. But it helps you value the days when you're actually around people who you enjoy being around, when you start doing things that you enjoy doing. And so then like, eventually you'll have less days where you can't exactly. get out of the bed. Like, when they say happiness is a choice, it's such a factual thing because, yeah, we'll think about the one thing that's making us happy mm-hmm. from a few days ago. And it's just like, well, what did I do the next day? What are three things that I did in this day that made me feel good? You know, mm-hmm. and that's something, a practice that I've you, started doing. And also. you wouldn't appreciate happiness if you always felt it. If you always mm-hmm. were in a continuous state yeah. of happiness, you wouldn't know what it felt like to be happy. Mm-hmm. So, like, mm-hmm. I enjoy the that's days true. when I can't get out of bed, you know, because two days from now, I'm going to feel like I'm going to be euphoric and I'm going to feel happy. And I'm going to, oh, okay, this is what happiness feels like. And exactly. I can appreciate it and put it in my pocket and hold on to it until mm-hmm. the next time I'm depressed. But. <laughs> Those are the things you have to be conscious of. You know, I've got a pocket, got a pocket full of sun. Yeah, you just gotta. When you see the sunshine, take it, grab it, put it in your pockets. That's all you can do. No, for real. I think um, everybody is pretty much on a positive way when it comes to just understanding what it means to take time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't be ashamed of whatever that guilty pleasure of yours is that makes you feel good. Just do it. You know, like there's nobody sitting with you. And even if they are, I'd be like, yo, bro, I got to go real quick. I'll be back. You know, I'll talk to you later. I got to go have some happy time, some me time, (laughs) whatever that takes. You give that to yourself so that you don't lose it. Mm -hmm. Because the Mm -hmm. world we live in will make you lose it. Yeah. Every day it's something that's going to nick you and do this. Like, yeah, you know, but (laughs) it's life doing that. And you just got to keep flicking it. Like, well, get off of me. Yep, get, get on. But flick it and move. Who's calling in? Oh, my God. What the hell? Heck, sorry, Dad. If, uh, no, you're not. <laughs> Hello, Can this I? is Nitty's Knocker. You hung up? <laughs> no, you did. Okay. I don't know. Okay, maybe it was actually. Can I ask Angelica a question? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. sure. <laughs> uh, like. So yoga is like about physical fitness, at least like our first glance when you see it. But how much of it uh, is, how much does mental fitness have to uh, go into, goes into yoga as well as the physical aspect of it? Yeah. Well, um, I want to just say two things. Um, First, self-care is not being selfish because I think that a lot of people think about like self-care in that downtime as being selfish and so especially as women like taking self-care watching the tv show enjoying those few things mm-hmm. that you like to do that's not being selfish and so definitely do that just don't and eat a lot of food while you do it try not to uh <laughs> unless it's kale chips or something but <laughs> but to answer your question you know what is really interesting because i had a mentor once tell me that like people come to yoga for two different reasons either they come to yoga to get fit and get a six-pack or they come to yoga for mental stillness and so 
most of the time people will come for different reasons i came for mental stillness i didn't know i was going to get as fit and strong i was just like that was a bonus to me <laughs> but i did meet people who was like i'm here for the abs and i was like oh okay <laughs> well, that is a thing right <laughs> well, maybe that is a thing like maybe that is people's purpose you know and you would hear people say that so I really think like as an instructor um, which I am an instructor so like as a yoga instructor it's my goal to help to help meet you wherever you are so if you're at I want to get abs I'm going to meet you at I want to get abs but right if you're at mental stillness I'm gonna meet you there too and then hopefully I can bring you along the journey and we can meet on the opposite side like cross we path. Have, yeah we can do have a crossroads exactly nice. and we can have both well, I think that's amazing. Um, I'm really grateful. Is who is this that keeps calling? Why are you calling? Hello, this is Nitty's Knocker. Hey, Nitty, it's Tony Jackson. How you doing? Hey, Tony, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm at work. I just saw your show was on. Let me call her thick self. <laughs> My thick self. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's always good to hear you. Like, like, listen, how do you think of the conversation? You said what? I said it's good to hear you listening. What do you think of the the conversation? I, I I couldn't hear it. I just saw that the show was on. I can't hear it. What's the conversation about? Let me put a little impact <laughs> put it in while I'm at work. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, we were just talking oh, about uh, protecting your mental health. Oh yeah, that's definitely something you gotta uh, keep a keep a, keep 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 with. I, I see my therapist every two weeks. Same, same. <laughs> yes, Sorry yes, and you know it's it's free, so okay. I'm gonna go. Right, handle that. <laughs> handle that. Well, I'm glad to have you as uh, a listener. It's good to know that you are always supporting the mission of what we do here. Thank you for calling, yes. Tony. Yes, I was just calling to say, hey, you better start texting me back. I text you one day, like last month. And that's one, way, that's one, way, that's one way to put somebody on blast is do it on, uh, I don't, I don't oh mad at you, bro. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll work on it. I'm, Leaving people on red. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. All right. Man, you gotta I, I love so you, Nitty. Oh, okay. I love you, too. I got to get back to work. I was just <laughs> calling, saying, Thank keep you. doing what you're doing. Oh, I love the show. Thank you. That's why you need a text back, bro. Bye-bye. Because your messages is popping up green. <laughs> it's kind of hard to respond to green messages. Not going to lie. I'll be like, ugh, it, it green. Is, bro, you don't feel that way? Oh, it's stressful. It's so stressful. Because I, I can't tell if you got it or not. You know, I'm like, I, they might not even got it. So, you know, <laughs> they can't see if I got it. Like my OG got a got an Android yeah. and, and she be bad. like, Brandon, why I'm you, not proud of you? You my son, why you be Mom, <laughs> we got you an iPhone. <laughs> yeah. My dad is so rude. Dad, stop being rude. Tony is a great friend of mine. There's no reason to <laughs> to fight Tony. He says Tony's gonna get his ass picked. Tony's one of my really good friends, Dad. You gotta behave, father. <laughs> but beyond all of that I don't have nothing. Um I'm very grateful for today's show. You know, it's it's so great to have people all uh, able to talk and laugh and enjoy each other and just relieve themselves uh, here in this space. Uh, how can we keep up with you, ladies? Well, um, I'm Curvy Chick Yoga on all social media platforms. And I do have a website, www.curvychickyoga.com. Um, send me an email or... You can even chat with me live certain hours of the day. 
Same. I never respond. <laughs> Jeez, I need to get it together. And what about you, Cece? Um, my website is coffeeteaortequila.com. You can email me, coffeeteaortequila at gmail.com. Uh, my Instagram is ccmariebrown, C-E-C-E, Marie Brown. Uh, and then my Facebook and my Twitter is coffee, the letter T, tequila. You know, C-M-B-S-M-B. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> but you can always keep up with the Nitty Knocker team. You can just go to nittysknocker.com, find out whatever you need to find out. You can submit music. You can submit ideas. Good news. You know, that's important for the, the collaboration that's happening with me and Miss Coffee. Miss Coffee Tea Tequila. We're going to really set it off. I got to ask one thing, though. What tequila do you drink? What's your favorite tequila? Oh, that's a hard one. So I like to try all different kinds. I started out with Patron. I can't do Patron anymore. Same. Yeah. I'm over. Um, yeah, that was more like a college thing. I can't do Patron anymore. Like I try it. I've gotten it for my birthday, and I just give it to other people. Um, I like 1800 a lot. Oh, I like Delion. Shout out Diddy. I drink it all, um, but like <laughs> 1800 is like that's like okay, my pocket's hurting, and like let me grab that bottle. You know, Brandon, we can talk about this after the show. <laughs> what kind of you? What kind of you like? We on the time oh, yeah, 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 Go ahead, go ahead. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> um, you can always just keep up with us um, Always send your music to Marie um, She'll play it It's Marie underscore T-H-A DJ She real shy Until you say hi yeah. <laughs> So say hello to Marie She's doing great things You can send info for To Miss underscore Mo Better You can send info to Keith At Just Keith You know like anybody you want to talk to That you have ever seen tweet Or talk about the show We are more than welcome to Accept your Comments, content. We're not mean people. Brandon might be kind of mean, you know. And if I'm not responding to my Instagram (laughs) messages, Keith will respond to the Instagram messages because, like, you know, I I can't respond. Oh, my dad said he saw some cool unicorn headphones. Okay, buy them, please. (laughs) I need those for these, you know, played. I like some new ones. But until we talk to you lovely people next week, we. Might be having a really cool guest next week. I'm not sure just yet, but we're still working on it. But in about two weeks, we have a really, really cool guest, too. So just keep up with us. Keep up with everything we got going. Until we talk to you lovelies next time, peace, love, and happiness. Marie, you can take us out. The Chicago. Where my party girls that do all type of shit The ones that wanna have fun Whole click hell thick Taking body shots She don't got no shots She hit the gym They meet when the shoot They shot They bound to hit the rim My shot go in Where my ladies that ain't scared to show they twist They just wanna have a good time And party with they friends Party girls Where my party girls that do all type of shit The ones that wanna
cash and checks Hey, but partying what they do best Hey, always with the same set of baddies One giving up set The other might give you new If you come correct But it's all fun to them They just came for the good times This one for them girls that live their life Yeah, party girls, where my party girls Party Hey, party girls, where my party girls where my party girls that do all type of shit The ones that wanna have fun Whole click hello thick Taking body shots She don't got no shots She hit the gym They me when the shoot They shot they bound to hit the rim My shot go in Where my ladies that ain't scared to show they twist They just wanna have a good time And party with they friends Party girls where my party girls That do all type of shit The ones that wanna have fun Whole click hello Hey, hey, hey.